4: Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Wednesday edition, we are going to look closer at the Super Bowl as we inch closer to the big game because now we at least know what it's going to look like. Apparently, we know what it's going to look like in Detroit. It's Ben Johnson returning as the offensive coordinator. But why has Washington not named a head coach? The Pittsburgh Steelers have named an offensive coordinator. We will discuss that as well, too. We've also got our midweek awards we're going to hand out. The Old P, Petrus Papade. A stops by. There's a new report on the drama with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and Robert Sala. And we've got the BQ news. It's all yours. Coming up next here, two pros and a cup of Joe on a Wednesday. Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started.
2: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
4: Oh, yeah. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LaVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You know you can hang out with us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And no matter where you are, making us a part of your Wednesday morning, we appreciate it. Final day of January, It has flown by. And this show is going to fly by for the next three hours as we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll help you get there An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers.
5: TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. We got it on film. Oh yeah? I heard what you said. What did I say? I heard you. What did I say? Uh, yeah, You said it. You know what you said. What did I do? What are you oh, talking perfect about? Perfect letter of consistency. Oh, Everyday J. Everyday. Did you hear what I said? Everyday J. <laughs> Just same old. Coop is Everyday Coop you going to get it in. What do you mean by that? Oh, you know what I mean by okay. that. Well, there's that. I can't believe he hasn't come to hang out with me yet, though. Who, Coop? Yeah. I haven't gotten an invite. Yeah, baptize him. I mean, I've always invited you. Hello? <laughs> You're lying! What are you going to baptize him in? Oh, yeah. uh, plants. <laughs> <laughs> Shrubbery. <laughs> Coop coop be up in that joint That Bob Marley nectar All he'd be doing is hearing Bob Marley music (laughs) All kinds of old school uh, Roots Rock Reggae Just playing Um, in his head Yeah well let me listen
4: Uh,
5: Boom Ah. (laughs) Boom Ah, That'd be what he'd be hearing You know the
4: place that you used to play Football at LaVar DC, the Washington Commandos. Yeah. You know, they got this problem. What is apparently it? nobody wants their head
5: coaching gig. <laughs> well the enemy wants it. I
4: don't know. I mean, uh Ben Johnson, I mean that felt like that was gonna be the landing spot for him that everybody was anticipating, and Ben Johnson, the O. C. for the Detroit Lions, decided yesterday. No. Nah. I don't want to go. I'm going to stay put in Detroit for at least another year. And so he returns back to the Detroit Lions one game away from the Super Bowl. Maybe they feel like he's a lot closer to accomplishing that goal. That's why he's returning. But there was this speculation. What was it? This report out from Adam Schefter that – you know, I mean, some of the salary demands were a little bit too much for some of these teams uh, that were interested in Ben Johnson. Like, I don't know, maybe he got a little bit greedy. So, I mean, Brady, your guy Schefter is in all the way on some of the details of these coaching searches. and uh, Now that we know happened, according to Schefter, why Ben Johnson's not in Washington as the head coach of the Commandos.
1: Yes, according to Schefter. Yeah. Yes, yes. Schefter. You know. shifty she Old Schefter. Oh, she Like he was... Helping out old Rich McKay with the whole Atlanta situation. <laughs> um, let me ask you this. Do you uh, do you feel like if Bill Belichick asks for $20 million plus a year, is that asking for too much?
5: No. Okay. But it could so, be. What you say, but could but be? But could be. No, <laughs> that? in theory. But, well, because if you're going to pay for what you get for it, that's the old adage, right? That's the saying. Yeah. You pay for what you get. For, you know, or you, so yeah.
1: so the reason why I ask the question is what happens if he was making that in New England? Like, wouldn't you think if you're Bill, Bill Belichick's point, his success, given the, all the different things he's probably going to do within the organization, wouldn't you say, like, yeah, this, this is what I was being paid. This is what I'm asking if I'm going to come to Washington, right? I, I would think most people would be like, yeah, it makes sense. You know, I don't have any problem with it.
5: I think I would sit there as as the person who's going to pay you and say they, they got rid of you. So you, the value you had yesterday, as much as it can change Damn. for the higher for the higher up, it could go down as well. It's cold. You're looking for a gig. I don't know about
1: that. I mean, because here, here's one of the reasons why it's easier for coordinators to stay. Because coordinators are getting paid boatloads of money. There's some top coordinators who get paid like $4 million, $4.5 million. And I'd you
5: be know that? happy right there. Did you know that? And I'm call these like, plays. like, think about this. We're Did talking about 10,
1: ten years ago. <laughs> what there know. used to be head coaches that would be making that as a salary. Now we're talking about coordinators who are
5: making that as a salary. Head coaches make less than that a few years ago. <laughs> well, in college, college. Yeah, but uh,
1: so so my point is this: is if you are Ben Johnson and you hear like, because we talk about this all the time when like a quarterback comes up to have their contract. You know, extended. Like, well, what, what should he make? Well, he's not Patrick Mahomes, right? No no one's Patrick Mahomes in the NFL. But we see guys who outpace him with their contract, do we not? Who don't have the qualifications or, or, or haven't you know achieved as much as Patrick Mahomes has. Yet we don't say anything when those guys surpass Patrick Mahomes' contract, do we? So then why is it an issue if a guy like Ben Johnson, who, by the way, was interviewing last year for head coaching jobs, Puts up a price tag that's, I don't know, along the same as Bill Belichick. Maybe he feels like he is the next Bill Belichick. Mm. So my whole thing is, if that's what you want to report and say, okay. Like, come on, dude. Like, it's like we we're we're gonna say, oh, some people were surprised. Well, what do you ask for? 50 million? 40 million? I mean, what was the number? Because the reality is, too, as a head coach. Whatever they get paid, it doesn't count against the cap. It's not hamstringing the organization. Like, you're the Washington Commandos. You've got this new ownership group that's supposedly got such deep pockets. You can't afford to pay for the, the maybe the youngest, brightest mind in the game right now. Mm. A guy who didn't come from the Shanahan tree kind of has like paved his own path in a way. So I'm just saying, if that's the report, it's... Kind of just contradicting, because we, we seem to not ever have an issue with this. When Dak Prescott signs the best deal for a quarterback, right, in the NFL, yet if a coordinator then wants to have one of the best contracts as a head coach, that, that all of a sudden becomes an issue? I don't know. doesn't really make as much sense to me.
5: I know when I was coming out in the draft, I told the Cleveland Browns they had to pay me like a quarterback for me to do the deal pre-draft. And they they were like, well, that's kind of ambitious. Why why do you feel that way? I said, well, you're negotiating with me, and you want me to come play for your team, correct? They're like, yeah. I was like, well, if I'm going to go number one to Cleveland, where, respectfully, I don't know that what type of career I'll I'll have there, and what will happen next, I need to be paid like a quarterback because you're drafting me with your first overall pick and so I understand the idea of trying to go out and get value for what it is that you bring to the table I didn't think that I would ever get paid again if I went to Cleveland and and so when you look at it as a head coach this is a volatile turbulent job still even with the new ownership group it's still violent and turbulent waters that you have to navigate in Washington DC and and I think we're seeing how it's not a given that you're going to receive an opportunity to be a head coach. It's such a scarce position to have.
1: Ooh, so you don't think he'll, you think he'll be a one and done, or I guess two no, and done?
5: No, no. I'm oh, not so. saying he'd be a one and done. I'm saying why if you're in a good situation where you can continue to take your value up and justify it, why take a chance? Because you get one to what one and a half to two chances at being a head coach. Yeah. So if you're going to take a job is what I'm saying and that's why I use my my drafts, you know, my draft story as 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 an example, if you're going to choose to go take this job on, the chances right now, the odds are against you, not in favor of you to have success in Washington. We've not seen any coach, not one, Joe Gibbs, but real success, you've not really seen one coach throughout an entire 20 years have had real success sustained success in Washington. so so you gotta pay. you gotta pay. if you're gonna bring in a, a bright young man, a bright young mind to to coach your team, chances are you're gonna have to pay because it is it could be a career killer. For you as as a head coach. Yeah, if it flames out in a year or two,
4: which we've seen reality. happen all the time. I mean, look, Frank Reich didn't even... They, they had just... They were still paying a guy. And Frank Reich, who has had a ton of success in the NFL before ended up not even lasting the the entire season in Carolina and was ousted.
5: And it's like, that's why and he you said it. you see this going around. If you see that that's what's taking place, how quickly a, uh, a coach can lose his job, then why wouldn't you try to set yourself up financially? If you're going to disrupt the success that you're having that's led to you having the opportunity to get a head coaching job, why would you not want to go after the the best type of compensation that you have knowing that, I can just fall back into what position I have right now currently and continue on the trajectory that I'm on. Why why do it? The the Washington Commanders don't have the the leverage to tell you that you're not worth that. Like you're not a good you're not a good franchise right now. Maybe you're turning the culture around. Maybe you're changing things and making it better for the better, but that hasn't shown that's not on the market. The market doesn't read that on the market analysis of what your business is. The business is that I'm taking over a crappy business, and you want me to make it a winner, but yet you don't want to pay me to make it a winner. That's how I would look at
1: it. It also helps if you pay someone a lot; it's be hard to move on from them right away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like Ben Johnson didn't have conversations with Carolina or some of these other teams. You know, he has interviewed previously with with different owners and so part of it may be like if you truly want to invest into me as a head coach you need to pay me or compensate me to a point where if you have to move on from me before i feel like i've been given a fair shot it's going to be painful and and that's a strategy that i think makes sense from the standpoint that with some of these organizations to your point lavar that haven't had success you almost have to like make it Almost impossible for them to impact your first three, four years. It's a and suck, I guess,
4: it's a suck tax, right? We suck, so we gotta we get taxed a little more on what we're giving out.
1: I mean, I yeah, mean, suck tax is one way of putting it. Yeah. I don't know that's exactly how I describe it. I mean, I,
5: I <laughs> wouldn't even say pause I mean, <laughs> to that one either. Think, I'd be all in you, on that.
1: You view suck tax probably in
5: different ways right. this, <laughs> so, Well, we'll will yeah. get that up close and personal next week. Yeah, in me Vegas. and Coop, me and Coop got the suck tax. <laughs> we got the co. We got that suck tax. <laughs> Me and Coop. Damn. Uh, I mean, you know, Coop. Come on, man. Yeah, you got to pay a little man, bit on. more
4: come if you're on, a bad man. team. Say, pay the tax, Coop. <laughs> like, like, do you think? uh you think part of that was why David Tepper had to give Canales a six year? It's like, listen, I need some assurances that you know I'm not going to be ousted here. I after. Mean, well,
1: hold on. Did was did Rule have a seven year deal? Yes. Yeah, I forget how long Frank Reichs was. Like, what does it matter how Yikes. long is Tepper? <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, yeah, so but it is interesting that Belichick hasn't gotten a sniff
5: from Washington.
4: Like they haven't interviewed him, they haven't had a, a conversation.
5: Like there's no. Just- I keep going back to Eric Bieniemy, Like you could say Belichick, but Eric Bieniemy has been like the conversation surrounding him as a head coach was such had a high feverish pitch last off season. Like so much to the point, or or to the tune where he actually left, he left Kansas City to go coach somewhere else, so that he could get whatever it is the stigma of it's Andy Reid calling the offenses, it, whatever it is you want to make it out to be, he is there. You brought him in as as a major hire. Keep that in mind. You you used Eric Bieniemy as a major hire in a market. That would be very supportive of an Eric enemy if y'all put picking up what I'm putting down. I mean, the, the, the city is nicknamed Chocolate City. So you're in Wait, a what? scenario. You never knew that? DC? Did not know that. DC is named what? Nicknamed Chocolate City. It's called Chocolate City? Yeah. Oh. Damn. I thought it was our nation's capital. Well, that's what it is. But they call it Chocolate City. Look it up. Don't they
4: call Salt Lake White Chocolate City?
5: Ah, uh, th- I would, oh I would God. assume that they might call it that. I don't know. I'm just trying to get to the. Bottom I mean, of this. I, like we're much like J- Jim up. Harbaugh. Maybe you just, right. you know, tag Utah. Well, you know? I, I mean, know. I, I wouldn't disagree with you. Okay. There. okay, we're just making sure. All right, but I didn't make that name up. You look it up. Oh, uh, it's, uh, it's actually coming from a popular funk
1: song. I just say that very slowly. Okay. <laughs>
5: okay. <laughs> yeah, that is a tough one, funk. Mm-hmm. This early yeah, after in the, the
1: passage of the District of, uh, District of Columbia's Home Rule Act in 1973, it mm. was proudly embraced by Washingtonians.
5: It, it was embraced, and I embraced it. I no, still it. embrace it, <laughs> yeah, to this day. Uh, but, but to me, it, it's there has to be a considered indictment on Eric Bienemy to be a head coach at this point if he doesn't get it with the circumstances surrounding the commanders, I mean I, I would almost have to say it's a wrap on him getting a head coaching job and then now you got to think about okay, if it's not a young mind that it is a bright offensive mind that you're going for does it turn into Vrabel? Does it, th- does that become a name that that becomes prominent in, in what you're thinking to do? And, you got to bring the in the is, right personality
1: I, I've heard what those numbers look like, I mean, it, it's out there what it costs to be a head coach in the NFL. These numbers are extremely high and they're somewhat driven up too by the college football numbers. So tell me this much. Jim Harbaugh was being offered what by Michigan? The last that we reportedly heard
4: 12,
1: 12 and a half. That's a that's 10 years, a, 12 and a half per year. Per okay. Year. In college. Dang. And that doesn't probably include incentives on all that too. So that's in college at Michigan. So do you think he's going to go take the Chargers job for less? Do you think some of these guys who are looking at NFL head coaching positions aren't saying, well, Michigan's open. I could go there for for that amount.
5: After winning a nice national title, by the way. So my price tag went up. It should have gone
1: up. But there's other guys who get paid in that ballpark. I mean, that already haven't have won most recently, right? They just kind of re up, and they have to for, for recruiting purposes, right? But as soon as your contract gets within three years, you know, or, or less, every single school recruits against you that way. Well, you know, his contract, he's, a, he's only going to be there for another two years. You know, every coach will say that in recruiting against you. So there's there's mechanisms that typically kick in where these coaches get extended out another year, another year so that they can tell the recruiting class, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to contract for the, the entirety of your class. That's how it works. And so if you're getting paid that at the college level, what do you think these NFL guys are getting paid? I heard for, I heard one prominent candidate candidate talking about how, yeah, if they're going to pay me $20 million to go there, I'll, I'll go coach there. I was like, dang, that's how much these guys are getting paid now. But that's the reality of it. So I, I actually, I would love to know, if if going to report it, put out the number then. Like, don't just say like, "Oh, you're spooked off." Put out the number, <laughs> because there's a lot of guys out there who I, I I've heard what their number is, and it, it's a high number. And so maybe that's why these organizations don't want to go with them. But here's the problem: is now Ben Johnson goes back to Detroit, he's got two years left on his deal. He could sign you know a, a bigger extension. Bobby Slowick signs in a, a new deal with the Houston Texans. You're going to lose these guys if you really really want them. So maybe you're not getting the best of the best when you're hiding your head coach. Maybe you're just getting a guy that you feel like you pay cheap and you can control. Whoever's in your front office, whoever's an owner. And if that's what it's about, then yeah, Washington's going to continue to be Washington. It's crazy to me, to Jonas's point, though, like you don't talk to Belichick? Like why not Vrabel? Is the price tag too high for you? Then you just come off as cheap.
5: Yeah, Mm. not a good look. Mm. uh, uh, Well, that's one thing that Dan Snyder didn't come off as. That's for certain. Yeah. Well... In some cases. Not at, not a oh. no, Damn. In some cases. Damn.
4: Uh, it is two <laughs> pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. So we are going to have the usuals coming up later on. It's a Wednesday, which means we'll have our midweek awards in hour two of the program. The old P. Petras Papadakis will stop by. We've got the return of the BQ News. It's all yours here as we take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. But coming up next here, there's a very important question that needs to be asked about the NFL
2: Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You know, as the host of the number one rated Paulie and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail
3: every day. Piles
2: of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah,
3: it? listen to this. Dear Paulie and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most po- po- terrible. Wait, not that wait, one. What?
2: Why? Open this other one.
3: Dear Paulie and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not wait, that one. Wait. Try this one. Dear Paulie and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At coming up with the stupidest takes possible. You know what, possible. just forget, what those what? forget this. Just listen
2: to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the I Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah.
4: on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!
5: Oh! I was tossing the most. Cycle the flow. I can have the block. I have the, Oh!
4: Yeah, go Brady. Call me a ghost huh. face
5: killer. Hello. <laughs> hey there. Hi. Hey, how you guys doing? Hello. It's called it Six City. Uh, go crazy. <laughs>
4: it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Coming up less than 20 minutes from now from the tirerack.com studios, we are going to uh, hear the greatest of all time get called out in the NFL. So the GOAT gets called out in the NFL. We'll explain why that is coming up
5: here uh, less than 20 minutes from now on Fox Sports I mean, Radio. did he get called out? Well, you know, we'll, we'll talk Some about Some would say.
0: It. I'll but, tell um, you, I'm
5: calling out all the people that want to uh, drink uh, and eat healthy in the morning time. You know, oh, we yeah? might as well just knock this out because right. yeah. Yeah. I felt like a dud yesterday when when I felt like it was a part That's of the segment right. and it was a read. And I hey. apologize because that fell on me. But you know what I'll fall on you? Some plenty good. That is, if you get into the Silk Feel Plenty Good Challenge, which is seven days in a row of having silk almond milk as part of your breakfast and joining me in eating healthy, you could also win breakfast for a year. All right, terms apply, no purchase necessary. Visit challenge.silk.com. Well, listen. The NFL got plenty good news. As far as the ratings. Go. Oh uh,
4: man! According to the NFL well done, Nielsen, well the first three weekends of the playoffs averaged thirty-eight point five million viewers on TV and digital platforms. That's a the couple Chiefs people. Ravens averaged over fifty-five million. It's the most watched AFC Championship game ever. It peaked at sixty-four
5: million. What was the percentage of? Swifties watching that game. I, want I don't to know. know. But it probably has had an impact. A lot of, lot of Chiefs fans think? walking around all of a sudden.
4: And now we've got Niners. Lions also averaged over 56 million. It's the most watched NFC title game since 2012. Oh, like wow. the, Like, the numbers are massive for the
5: NFL. Just keep going up, folks. I mean. They just
1: keep going up. Exploding. But can't pay a coach, though. It's unbelievable. <laughs> but they can't just keep going
5: up. Just can't even pay a coach, though. Dang. Um,
1: Dang. Dang. Oh, I do wonder—is it the rating systems that that aids aids this? Is it the Taylor Swift effect? I don't know. I mean, part of me feels Jim. Like the the yeah. it's Jim. I don't Jim? know. I don't know, Jim. I want
4: to know. Hey, what percentage of the people watching the AFC title game had the volume turned off?
1: <laughs> okay. That's what I'd love to know. Give me those numbers. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> the 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 point is. At some point, is the bubble going to pop? No. It's just going to keep growing. Yeah, You're it's just going to keep growing.
5: You know why? Because yeah. flag football is, is mining new – you know, uh, Madden football, fantasy football is, is mining new, brainwashing new fans yearly. I think so, man.
1: I think so. I, I, I think – because no matter here's, – here's the problem with, with some of the ratings is they have to include streaming. Because you're losing customers on cable, you know you, you've got cord cutting going on that well, that's true the The population that's watching and consuming TV the way we all grew up isn't the same? like the younger generation you're talking about is streaming that is so true. in order to equate to these numbers, they have to include streaming, and the problem with streaming is they don't measure the numbers the same. If you talk to anyone in the business, they'll tell you. You know, when they talk about minutes watched on linear television or cable television, it's different than what they're talking about in streaming. Whereas, you know, people are kind of popping in, popping back out. They're usually hoping that they're engaged for a while. But anything that's that's considered in streaming is is measured. There's different metrics for that. So that's, that's where I wonder, like, is this all just a part of the different media companies trying to, like, hype up? what it is, the NFL trying to hype up what it is. Because this can only go on for so long. And, like, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay if, if they end up plateauing on a certain a certain numbers and audiences. I just I feel like we almost are, like, finding different ways of reporting numbers. They're, just, they're bigger. They're always bigger. They're, it's always growing. It's like, well, maybe it isn't. Maybe we're just skewing things to make it seem like it is.
4: You know, there was a – I had heard from somebody, and I don't want to, you know – it's probably not hard to figure out, but I had heard that there was a certain network that when they were trying to get radio affiliates to uh, show off their numbers, they also included some of the numbers that they got from their simulcast TV stuff as well, too. So, well, I mean, out. you
5: know, what's interesting? I'm a pretty old school type of dude. I know y'all may not know that out there. I, I know y'all think I'm like this young, vibrant young man that Hick. just always is, yeah, in, in the mix. But I'm, I'm, I'm really not. And and so with my my social media with IG in particular. What are you talking about? Those Jordans you were posting on? Well, that's true. Uh, Did you see those? Yeah. Whew, sick, bro. Those Jordans so fire. Damn. Check me out on. King I just can't mammals.
1: get excited about shoes. I'm sorry, man.
5: I can. It's like can. my. It's like I've I've refound my my love of them too. It's like I go to the gym and it's like my icebreaker. Like people are like, "Yo, your kicks are fire, bro," and I'm like, "Yo, so are yours." Like. Then we I have hope they said that
1: about my biceps. Then Gee, we have. That's what I hope.
5: Then yeah. we have like you know conversation My right, forearms. You know? Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. I mean, you know, they like my shorts too. Uh, but anyway, so they say Stick City on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, what was my point? So I was I, I was looking at my <laughs> and I was looking at my social and and the people that that I do like personal services for, uh, you know that's that's. Um, industry talk they were asking me for certain information and i was like look i don't have that information well come to find out i hadn't updated my 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 um app so i i update my app and now when i look at my posts it measures in an amount of time like it comes up and shows you the amount of time people spend looking at your post the tsl maybe so now, baby. So now I, I realize they're measuring they're now measuring. You know they're paying you all this money to to represent their brands. They're like, we want to know how how long, like, how did the the post perform? And I was like, I don't have that information, but I do now. So it's pretty interesting. And I know my numbers are pretty pretty decent, I guess. But I wonder if it's somebody that's really like a real influencer, what their their amount of hours are. And then you talk about with the game, you know, and how these games are streaming. Is it like I would assume that it's cumulative, not not so much straight through? Because if you are streaming, you are going to look at other things while you're streaming. It's just that's the that's the law of it. Like that's just kind of how it works. So I just wonder if if they're measuring these these readouts are the is it a cumulative um, type of deal from each person that's watching in terms of what becomes the averages of amount of time that they're watching or or is it you came pause you 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 landed here on streaming you watched for 5 minutes and then you went somewhere else and then that's it they came back probably so does that is that a reset or is it is it a queue like I, I, I don't know how i there's a lot of ways that you could try to kind of read through like how is it that you're measuring streaming wise what what people are doing
4: I also wonder because I always think about this. We get the numbers for the Super Bowl every year, and it's some you know astronomical number of people that watch the Super Bowl. But like, if you just look at how many people are actually in this country. Like there's a, there's majority of people that aren't watching the Super Bowl. So when I when I see these numbers, I wonder right, what
1: those. Go. No, I just you know, wonder, wait, you know wait, Jonas, wait two weeks for this.
4: But week. no, but th- but this goes to the numbers <laughs> that we just gave out for the playoffs so far. That's a lot of people, but that means yeah. a lot more people didn't watch. Aren't what right are now. what are those yeah. losers are doing? doing? Yeah, I just want to know, like, what you else got is two out weeks there to
1: have the same conversation?
4: Yeah, but let's we can dust it off again next week when everybody's <laughs> yeah. hung over. You, you dust, new dust audience, it off, right? New but, audience, yeah, new audience. You know, new people is. But like, what are you watching if you're not watching football? Like, what else is out there? I mean, really? Yeah. I'm a football guy. Maybe you guys aren't. Maybe you guys are watching Netflix or (laughs) streaming. I am too.
1: But literally, you have that conversation once a year on radio. Yes. All right.
4: Tis the season. All right. All right. Well, hey, listen, that was fun. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. And coming up next here from these TireRack.com studios, the greatest of all time gets called out. And you'll hear it next here on FSR.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
4: on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Two pros in a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Dox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, 15 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios. We do know what the Super Bowl will look like. We know what it's going to look like. We'll get into the details on that for you again. Coming up here 15 minutes from now. A reminder before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, that shortly after our show, our podcast will be going up. So if you've missed any of today's show, including the place they call Chocolate City. As discussed huh. earlier this hour, you all you gotta like do that, is though. search 2Pros wherever Look you get up. your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search 2Pros wherever you get your fo- podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air.
2: Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case
4: you. Missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee. Delap. Good morning,
6: everybody. Good morning, Jonas. Good morning, LeVar. Good morning, Brady. Guys, in case you missed it, did you guys remember seeing the uh the little pregame spat between Hey, hey Brady between uh, Justin Tucker, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey, where Mahomes and Kelsey were kicking away yep. uh, Tucker's equipment, pregame while he was kicking S- and all that Some stuff. would call it a dust-up. It was a dust-up. Yeah, yeah, it was a dust-up. Well, uh, two days ago, Justin Tucker, or I guess this was post-game, talked about how he had been doing this routine his whole career, uh, was really playing it off, saying it's really no big deal. Well, yesterday, Patrick... Patrick Mahomes weighed in on it on the drive in Kansas City. Take a listen to what he said.
7: I've had like seven years of, of kind of doing that same warm-up routine. and There's only been, a, I think, like three occasions where there's been a kicker that wasn't uh, – because uh, you don't usually talk to the guys. There's been a kicker that wasn't necessarily moving out the way or you, you weren't kind of sharing the field um, in the right way. And, I mean, it was in Baltimore all three times. So um, I, he does that little stuff, I think, to try to get under our skin. And I asked him to move his stuff, and he got up and moved it, I think, two inches, but didn't move it out of the way. And I was going to kind of let it slide, but Travis kind of got it and moved it for me. And then after that, I wasn't going to let him put it back down. So it's, it's something that we, we move on. I mean, I have a lot of respect for him as a player and as a kicker, one of the best kickers of all time, probably the best kicker of all time, but... At the same time you gotta have respect for each team and we all share the field and we we try to do that in a respectful way.
5: Ham hey, is Piggy. Oh jeez. Huh? What? Huh? Damn. What?
4: Hey. You know, that's the way he talks, man.
5: Hey. Hey. So hey, battle hey, of the, hey, he, he said, he said,
6: uh who side Can't you guys have it all? Yeah, who side well, you guys got?
1: I'm, I'm siding with the quarterback for for a couple of reasons. For starters, um that's down at their portion of the field anyway. So even though Tucker's done this routine in varying degrees, it sounds like he's, he's done it and he's trying to do it to, I don't know, maybe stake his claim or at least from Patrick Mahomes' side to try to get in their heads. Um, but I do know Justin Tucker's done this routine for a while. However, he's down on the, the Kansas City Chiefs' side of the field. So if anyone's in the wrong, it's, it's going to be Tucker. And as Mahomes said, typically you're trying to share the field. But specialists get out there before everyone else. So, when the quarterbacks and other people come out, typically they're given whatever portion of the field they're working with because they come out after the specialist. They've already had their opportunity to be out there. And, you know, once they come out for the other portion, the pads, all that, they're going to take a majority of the field anyway. So, they come up for the quick warm-up, they do their routine, and they go back in. And the kickers can do whatever they want after that. But, to me, it's like if you're Justin Tucker in this case – you need to make way for the quarterbacks and, and the wide receivers and all the other players, too. Yeah. You know, you're, It's one player really impeding on everyone else that's out there. So, again, I, I know it's part of his routine, but you're in Kansas City's part, portion of the field. You can get the hell out of the way for a little bit. Let them do their thing. Then you can go back to doing your stuff. I'm yeah. just
5: glad he shed light on the fact that our perception of specialists like kickers and punters and long snappers is, you know, they're, you know they're non factors they're they're maybe soft or not not as as gifted as the other guys on the field and you know what I'm glad Justin Tucker threw down like that I'm I'm glad I'm he, I'm, team I'm, Tucker. I'm glad he created the beef and I'm, the drama yeah I'm team Tucker he got his Big he time. got his teammates all pumped up to go out there and lose
6: Perfect. hi Tucker I'm Kyle <laughs> uh, Hi! <laughs> Guys, in case you missed this. What the hell was that, Lee? That's a George Carlin bit. Oh, gotcha. About uh, names. Oh, that might
4: ah, that, that is a my name is Tucker. I, I know which one you're talking about. Todd. Todd. <laughs> that's, that's, Hi, Todd. A, that's I'm Kyle. Great, that's a great bit. <laughs> Uh, what else we got, uh,
6: Guys, in case you missed this, a deal has been struck between the NFL and Kristen uh, Juszczyk, wife of Kyle Juszczyk of the Niners. Uh, now her custom jackets, which have gone viral, are legally allowed to have the NFL logo, team logos. Legally. Legally, yes, yeah, of course, even it. though she was Trend. using them before. But now she can profit uh, off, yeah. off of those.
5: We're taking 90%. L- let me ask of you, what you this.
1: Like, so she needed to get their permission, obviously, for like the trademark rights. Uh, for utilizing their logo, but if she was doing this like privately i, I guess it, because she's still technically profiting off it, it would be an issue, but I don't know it's, it's weird like I'm glad the NFL came to an agreement. i'll just leave it at that
4: Is this all just because Taylor Swift got so much attention for it, yes. That it
1: okay well. yes, because she'd been doing it for other people leading up to
5: this point oh yeah.
4: so the NFL's like, oh okay, now we can uh, let's strike <laughs> at this
5: I mean. Hey, did y'all see what AB posted? By the way, yeah. since we're talking about people's wives, you're talking about Albert no. Breer. Oh no, Albert Breer. No, or no, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Okay. When well, he posted the the story of his his rich saltine of the week. What's that? And it was an uh, offensive lineman of of your complexion, but he's he's dating or married to. Uh, a young lady of of uh my complexion oh and she is a smoker oh yeah smoke show and he's getting on him basically like <laughs> you, you, you shop in your own aisle yeah shop yeah yeah <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> yeah sorry right, lee yeah there you go yeah <laughs> yeah lee sorry but it was an interesting <laughs> post Via uh, Brandon Jacobs, how I saw about it. <laughs> um, what else we got, Lee? That is a
6: non-approved, uh, in case you missed yeah, the story. Yeah,
5: but we all missed it, clearly. <laughs> yeah,
6: Guys, in case you missed this, I got a mind-blowing stat for you. This is courtesy of uh, Josh Dubow of the AP News. Put it out there, with the 49ers and Chiefs having no Alabama players on their active roster, a remarkable streak will continue. No player who finished college at Alabama has scored a point in a Super Bowl. Players from 143 other colleges, from the Coast Guard, have, have they've scored a point with a kicker, to Miami, 84 points, have scored in a Super Bowl. So no Alabama player has technically crossed the goal line with the ball in their
4: hand. No Joe Namath?
6: Yeah, that's what uh, Sam had said, but technically this stat uh, constitutes because of uh That goes to the receiver.
4: Oh, okay. Well, what a manipulated stat. So he threw a touchdown, so that doesn't count as a touchdown. Correct. Ken Stabler, Bart Starr,
6: get out of here. Of course, Jalen Hurts, who finished at Oklahoma, not at Alabama.
4: This is the problem. This is what happens when you let nerds take hold of football. And I'm tired of being the only one that speaks out on it. You geeks. Didn't that doesn't count as a
6: touchdown? Play at Bama. Yes, but I don't know.
4: Did he not score in that uh, Super Bowl against the Steelers? I don't know. Wasn't
5: he? Didn't they stop when he's got twenty-eight kids? I do know that okay. he does, <laughs> and he's proud of every single one of them.
1: As you should. Well, I hope you would be.
5: <laughs> I
1: mean, <laughs> I you, why would you not be? Uh, uh, you wanna... uh, that's
5: a whole nother hey, conversation. Hey, you
1: know, the, the last three have been a little bit so far. Uh, for the record, Sean Alexander, in that Super Bowl, uh, twenty carries, ninety-five yards, zero touchdowns, two receptions for two yards, zero touchdowns was there problem? like a goal line stand in that game? Sam, are you really refuting what I just read to you? That no, no, I was just
6: trying to, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, you, I, you're right, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, you're
4: Stop, right, right?
1: It'd be, it'd be an all-timer for Sam. But, it'd be an all-timer.
4: But if Namath threw it, Namath did throw a touchdown, right? Did he not? You just yeah, are, he had one touch sixteen 16-7. To 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 just like, like revisit because it, like, The 16-7. It's all crap. Like the whole thing is crap.
5: It's just like made up He didn't cross, he didn't cross the, the the pylon. He okay. didn't go get the touchdown. Right. He didn't get the point. Okay. All right, <laughs> the technicality. I don't. You know
4: what else we got?
6: Uh, no time for this one. Okay, I'll, I'll rush through it. More stats for you. Conducted by one poll on behalf of charborough Results revealed that halftime show, fifty uh, commercials huh? and drinks outweigh the competition on the field for fans. What, uh, what they care to watch. Oh, and the Super Bowl. What yes, they're interested the in. What. I know. That Just wait till
1: the next segment. Huh? We can read it again. Huh?
6: There we go. What?
1: <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people.
2: Oh, oh, oh